On 2SM and the Super Network, High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin One pound to put in Mama's fridge Where the wobbler and the dragonfly Knew us like they knew the river bend But as sure as yabbies bite your toes This boyhood story had to end Good morning, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good, Hi, good morning, good morning Kieran. Good morning, morning everyone. Welcome to the high tide. Yeah, that's, well, that's I just stuff. had to hang on to the mic because I just thought, well, why not? You thought it was going to move on you, didn't you? Yeah. You wouldn't let you have the microphone. No, I wouldn't. I was wondering where it was going, and then the signs telling me, hey, you're live, you're live, say something. Okay, well, I will say something. Good morning, everybody, and... Uh, Hope you enjoyed the weather overnight. It's nice and warm here. Don't forget, here in Sydney, we're one hour ahead of Queensland, half hour ahead of Broken Hill. Is this the first day you've done this job? Do you want the tides? I'll give you the tides. (laughs) Low tide went through at 1.50 a.m. here at Fort Denison this morning, 0.44 of a metre. High tide will be at 8.15 a.m., 1.67 of a metre. Low at 2.38 this afternoon, 0.43, 0.43, so that's a bit of good movement, 1.2 movement in the tides, and a high at 8.31 tonight, 1.44 of a metre. And offshore, Al? Offshore is puffing at the moment, but uh, the forecast is for Sydney Coastal, northwest and northeasterly 15 to 25, tending northeast to southeasterly 15 to 20 in the middle of the day, then tending southerly 15 to 25 in the evening. Winds reaching up to 30 knots early in the morning and again late evening. Uh, seas 2 to 3 metre decreased to 1 metre during the morning. And the swells northeasterly blow 1 metre increasing to 1 to 2 during the morning. Then decreasing 1 to 1.5 around midday. So it's all over the place. And at the moment, it's southerly out there at 20-odd knots. If you look at the um, Driving in this morning, some of the suburbs that was coming through, there was leaves blowing out of the trees and others dead still. Well, currently, as I said, like uh, Sydney Harbour's got south-south-west at 16 to 21. Uh, 244 was the highest gust at 28 knots. Uh, down at Watermulla, southerly 26 to 29. Uh, Kernel showing southerly at 20 to 28. Uh, Nora Head showing south-south-west at 18 to 24. It doesn't seem to have reached up past there at the moment. Uh, Port Macquarie still northerly. Coffs Harbour still northerly. And further north, but down south, it's starting to abate a little bit. Balambi, south southwest at 12 to 17. Kayama, southwest at 12 to 19. So the southerlies come through, cooled it down a little bit, and it'll pick you up a little bit today. knots, though. What's that? You're talking in knots. Knots, yeah. Well, Marine, you always talk knots. Land, you talk kilometres an hour. Mm. That's the easy way to do it. But, uh, also, uh, Roscoe rang me yesterday. I apologised. Um, we couldn't get him yesterday. <laughs> he got the flu. Oh, hasn't got COVID, but he's got the flu. Okay, so we so. passed this morning. He said he'll try and talk to us this morning. Okay. If we get him, we get him. If we don't, we don't. 
But, uh, yeah, he's flat on his back at the moment. But good day out of Blake's Marine yesterday. Had a lot of people coming through. Look at the North Banks. So it was good to see. Yeah, Kieran come up. Good and morning to Brendan and his wife. Yes, they uh, they drove down from Port Macquarie. High yes. tide listeners to have a look. So uh, it was quite good. Uh, Al was out there and uh, the wife was out there. Plus Al McGlashan, yes. Al McGlashan. Yeah. But most importantly, the dog, the dog. Mahi was there. Mahi, yeah. And visiting everyone. And uh, when I was talking to Al's wife, she said, you know, if the dog thinks that Al's going to go without him, uh, without her, she'll lay under the wheel. The front of the wheel, yep. Thank you. You're not You're going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real nice dog. Real nice dog. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's a good day out there. It's interesting. People come out and look at the setups and what they do and how things are. But, um, it's. I'm looking forward to it. It's it's, it's a nice uh, addition to what we've got. So it's not going to hurt in the slightest. Al, they're a beautiful boat. Yeah. The North Bank we're talking about. Uh, you know what I thought is a good feature from my point of view? One, the side door. Two, is the depth in the hull of the boat. Yes, yeah. You know, the stability that you that gives you when you're fighting a fish. Yeah. Look, it's, it's an offshore fishing boat. It's designed specifically yeah. for that. Mm. So it does its job. And they're nice and solid in the water. Yeah. Well, a six-metre boat's only two-and-a-half tonne on trailer. So, and the half cab situation, uh, good deep, deep yeah, breathe there. Yeah, plenty of fishing room. Look, they're designed to do a job, and they do the job well. That's what it's all about. Yeah, and, of course, you, for those that weren't listening yesterday, you tested them on Friday. Yeah, we had uh, the three of them out in the harbour on Friday and, and um, ran around a fair bit, and we were all impressed with it. And what impressed me, there was not a squeak or a rattle in the boat. And that tells you how solid they are. And we gave it a bit of a hard time. So... Uh, that's quite good. Now, and Kenny gets a little bit iffy laying around a boat when it's, it's bobbing around. And he came back and said, I was fine with those. I thought, that's a good sign. He, he was happy with that. Yeah, I uh, talking with Al McGlashan yesterday too. And we spoke about the two motors on the rear. Yes. Right. Uh, also, now you can get them uh, with an inboard style diesel. Yes. Yep. Problem is, the fishing boat, you lose a lot of room with a stern drive. You do. And the the service factor goes up very high in the stern drive as well. I think maintenance is a lot uh, better on the outboard. Yes, I've always said the difference between an outboard and a stern drive when you talk about st- servicing, an outboard we start with two zeros and talk about a number in front, a stern drive we start with three zeros and talk about a number in front. <laughs> that tells you the difference, doesn't it? <laughs> So, uh, oh no, look, it's, it's it's a good addition. Now we've got the best in aluminium and the best in fiberglass, so we can offer both choices. And that's what it's about, offering the customer a choice. So, yeah, well, we discussed that yesterday with Al, uh, with McGlashan yesterday. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's your choice. That's right, that's right. But the, the idea of having the choice of, of the top range of boats, whether you go left or right, is up to you. Timmy That's Simpson right. will be on this morning. He done a couple of articles on the uh, North Bank back in the days when he had Blue Water yes, magazine. Yes, that's right. So we'll have a chat to Tim this morning. Also, I asked him about, uh, we'll have a chat about, uh, just pick out one of the exotic places that he fished around the world for something of interest. Okay. Um, and we do have a bit of time um, Around about six thirty, to have a, if somebody wants to give us the call, okay. on thirteen twelve sixty nine. Yeah, 
white glass and not metal, Grant asked, because he's not talking to us at the moment, because he can't. Look, it just depends on personal preference. Some people like aluminium, some people like fiberglass. Fiberglass is traditionally heavier, so it sits in the water a little bit more. But the aluminium toes easier and it's easier to handle. So it's horses for courses. One's a bit quieter. That's right. That's right. So it just depends on what you prefer type of thing. Mm. Um, but they'll both do the job. But uh, rides a little bit different in the two of them. Handling's a little bit different in them. And horsepower. You know, you need more horsepower in a fiberglass boat than you do on an aluminium boat. So it's horses for courses. Got an update in the weather just before we go to the break. Still a strong wind warning for uh, Sydney Coast. Southeast to southwesterly, 15 to 20. That's right now. Tending northeast to southeasterly in the middle of the day, then tending southerly 15 to 25 this evening. Winds reaching up to 30 knots in the late evening. Seas 1 to 2 and decreasing to 1 metre during the morning. Swells northeastly 1 to 2 metres, decreasing to 1 to 1.5 during the morning. Mostly sunny morning, the chance of a thunderstorm inshore during the afternoon and evening. So if I go up to Smoky Cape to see all rocks... Northerly, 20 to 30 knots, seas 2 to 3 metres. Swell north to northeasterly below 1 metre inshore, increasing to around 1 metre offshore south of Crowdy Head around midday. Sunny morning. The chance of thunderstorms inshore during the afternoon and evening. And down south, if we go down to Ulladulla to Montague, southerly 15 to 25, reaching up to 30 offshore south of Maria Heads in the evening. Seas around 1, increasing to 1.5 by early evening. Dual swell down there. Northeastly 1.5 to 2 metres, decreasing to 1 to 1.5 during the morning. And the southerly set of about 1 metre. Partly cloudy, the chance of a thunderstorm offshore early this morning. So there we go. So take care if you're out on a dam, exposed dams, we'll pick up if they get that breeze as well. Yes. Otherwise we're looking at bays and harbours and... Rivers and creeks to fish. There's nothing showing on storms at the moment, so uh, maybe later on in the day. Okay, we better take a break. Listen to High Tide and the Super Network. On 2SM and the Super Network, talking sport. When we played the Kiwis in 1995, my right eye would always open up. So I'd have 18, 20 stitches every game. Mm. And I spilled blood for Australia. It was this most brutal games. Kiwis, you know when you're up against them, mate, they're, uh, they're handing out bruises for fun. Weekdays from three. I was the very first streaker at the cricket ground when Australia played the West Indies. Very first day night match. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> West Indies in Australia in the very first day night match. Match. I thought I had to do something. So. Well, on a famous day that we celebrate, it's nice to have a famous person on, Snowy. <laughs> That's incredible, Snowy. <laughs> Love the show. You know what, Spud? After seeing you, especially on my screen, I'm going to go up a gear. Two four-kilo weights. I'm going to go to the four kilos. <laughs> <laughs> mate, when you're there, go and buy yourself a bed for your dribbling. See you, mate. <laughs> We're back tomorrow, folks, talking sport. 13-12-69. Talking sport. Today I'm talking to Glenn, who is one of Arborvitae's many happy customers. Hi, Glenn. Hello, Leif. When did you start taking Arborvitae and what for? My mild arthritis had progressively deteriorated. I was reaching the stage of me being virtually crippled. A friend of mine suggested that I try Arborvitae, so I gave it a go. What benefits have you noticed from Arborvitae? After just the first bottle, the pain went from 8 out of 10 down to a manageable 2 or 3 out of 10. Are you happy to recommend Arborvitae? And what would you tell our listeners about 
about this product. Absolutely. I've told all my friends to give it a go. The secret is to have two or three bottles till the pain subsides and check dose that you're having the correct amount. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thanks for your time, Glenn. Arbovitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arbovitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Arbovitae.com.au Always read the label and follow the directions for use. For the toughest jobs, at home or on the job site, you need the toughest gear. For almost 50 years, Sherlock Wheelbarrows have been hard at work for the weekend warrior and trader alike. They make moving mulch, bricks, concrete and waste around the home or job site easier because Sherlock lasts longer. Lighten your load with Sherlock. Visit the full range at sherlocklastlonger.com.au Available at Bunnings Warehouse. With Angel Flight, hundreds of needy, seriously ill Australians don't have to spend painful days on the road. Angel Flight pilots fly them there, free of charge, turning miles into minutes. So please, support the work of Angel Flight or get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver and help bring blessed relief to people who so desperately need some. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down. Welcome back to High Tide. I can't see the live on the side. I must turn it around. Faces you, not me. Ah, <laughs> uh, we're back. We're back. We're going to phones. We've got. Brad, Brad from Deepwater Renegade Charters. That's it, Blue Water. Blue Water, you sure? Oh, well, actually, it's open the bridge, Renegade Charters. Oh, yeah, please open the door, Richard. <laughs> yeah, let me out. Let me yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? They, they mucked up the bridge, have they? Yeah, they. Um, I don't know what happened yesterday. It's hard to find out what happened, but um, yeah, there's no bridge keeper there, and Marine Rescue didn't know about it, and was ringing them up trying to get them to open the bridge and it took another 40 minutes to get it. It did the open the bridge for us yesterday. Oh, so did you catch them live bait while you were waiting? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the current was a bit strong yesterday while we were waiting. So anyway, it wasn't a good start to the day and we lost our best fishing time in the morning. And yeah, you wouldn't like to have any emergency and, you know, have that sort of um, going on. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. You'd be stuck for 40 minutes waiting for something to happen. That wouldn't be good. No explanation to why it didn't open? No, I asked them and um, no one could tell me anything about it, you know, why they didn't open the bridge on time anyway. So, yeah, yeah, it wasn't a very good situation there yesterday, that's for sure. Mm. So it was terrible. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully it doesn't happen again anyway, that's for sure. Now how was the fishing? Um, yeah, we had one seasick person, but the fishing was a little bit slow, and um, we didn't stay out there because of seasickness. You had a couple of nice trag and a few little bits and pieces, and then we sort of come in, and then um, you went to Pool Bar Island and had lunch there and caught a couple down there, actually. So, yeah, it was a good day out, but um, yeah, the fishing was sort of... Only a bit steady, really. It was anyway. It wasn't sort of outstanding. That's for sure. Yesterday, yeah. 
it was a little bit sloppy it was and yeah, one of the you know, the young bloke got really seasick so he, you know, they made the call to sort of yeah, go in, they did, so anyway, that was a, you know, still a good day out for everybody, but um yeah, just unfortunate that he got seasick. Yeah. No. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, though, you know, everybody, you know, is having a good day out, I think, still. So, you know, took home a couple of fish, but um, we could have got a few more, but, it's, you know, it's fishing and the way it goes there, I guess, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, the weather's looking a lot better for the next week, but it isn't what we've had for the last week, that's for sure. So, we've got a few trips coming up, so that'll be, um, yeah, it'll be nice, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You going out today? No, I'm going to do a little bit of maintenance today. Then I'm going out on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, I am, and then Saturday and Sunday next weekend at this stage anyway. So, yeah, you know, it'll be all good anyway, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, it's all good. But, yeah, just, yeah, the boat ramp shutting and the bridge, it'll be getting a bit more of a workout from Monday anyway. It will be now, so. If they open it. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Hope they don't plan any maintenance for it anyway, that's for sure. And that's sort of um, going to slow everybody up if they do that. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, so hopefully it's sort of um, just a, something they can get over. And you need reliability, you know what I mean? You can't be sort of, you know, ringing up trying to say, you know, can you open it? Like, yeah. you have to put me 20 cents in the slot or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> but you gave them 24 hours notice too, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, there's another boat there as well, and um, he also booked the same bridge as well, he did, so, you know, it wasn't just me, there was someone else there as well, so mm. talking to him and he's like, oh, you know, I rang him up yesterday as well. And So who do you ring? Uh, we ring up Marine Rescue. Oh, they're, they're in charge of opening and closing the bridge? Um, yeah, they, yeah, you book it with them and then I'll ring the bridge keeper they will like from yeah whoever does that anyway the bridge keeper anyway so you ring well, up would that not be the council uh i'm not sure about that it's always just been marine rescue you just call them up on the radio or just phone them up and sort of ask for the bridge booking but um yeah so i'm going to find out a little bit more tomorrow anyway hopefully like if there's another direct number that we can ring yeah, because it says here, if you look out of the web, it says to book a bridge opening, you call 49713498, which is New South Wales Government. Okay, yeah, yeah no drama. Swansea yeah. Bridge Openings, New South Wales Government. Yeah. So it's yeah, a state okay. government thing, transport in other words. Yeah. Transport who's not doing a very good job at anything at the moment. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Grant pulled me up earlier this morning about talking. I'm, I've got to be a little... A little more placid towards transport. What what I have to say. They've got some issues at the moment. Which which was different to what the people said to me yesterday at Blake's Marine. They all thought that you know somebody has to speak up and have a go about people that aren't doing the right. He's thing starting to wind up, Grant. He's starting <laughs> to wind up. No, it? no, not no, not no. I'm going to be placid today. Yeah. Here we go. So it's a state government issue, not yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'll be sort of looking at that number after anyway, and I'll be ringing them up anyway, and I might just, you know, see what I can find out there anyway, and just have that in my phone to make the bookings in future as well. 
Yeah. Brad, make an official complaint, mate, and send us uh, and send Grant a copy of it. Because we'd like to see what the follow-up is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just terrible. Uh, you know, it's a beautiful morning, we thought, and we're just 40 minutes later, we sort of, before they open it up. So, yeah, it's just, there's no explanation. So I just want to know what's going on, that's all. Yeah. And don't want it to happen again, that's for sure. That's it. Probably sometimes yeah. with the government, they can't tell you what's going on because they don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Okay, Brad, if someone wants to book with you, Ah, uh, yeah, just give us a phone call, zero four three seven three eight nine oh nine seven or just yeah, on Facebook or Instagram just send us a message and we can line something up. Okay. Thanks for that, Brad. You have a great week. Thank you, gentlemen. Okay, bye. That's Brad from Blue Water Renegade Charters. And we'll be back with more of High Tide in a minute. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. Certainly been some fallout for the uh, referendum. Australia has spoken. Just can't get my head around this, and maybe you can help me out. Why was it the cities, but all the city folk voted yes? It's the country folk and the regionals that voted no. How do we work that one out? Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. Hamas media is saying it's all propaganda, and yeah, propaganda, and it's fake news. So who do you believe? It's, it's a big question, isn't it? Yeah, terrible. Talk Tonight has Sydney talking. Found a Sydney with her when she was on a buying trip once. Vegan leather. Yeah, and I had a bit of a laugh and he said, oh, they're only a brand new product. And he kept looking at me, sort of wondering what I was laughing at. And I said, mate, they've been around for years. Isn't that called plastic? Plastic? Yeah. <laughs> A vegan leather handbag. (laughs) Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm. With a few simple clicks on the Finance Easy website, you can borrow a serious amount of money without even leaving home. They make finance easy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying couldn't be easier. Just visit the Finance Easy website, provide a few details, and they'll take care of the rest. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. Get a great deal more with Kubota's in-stock catalogue. Check out Kubota's excavators, mowers, utility vehicles, generators and tractor range, which perfectly match to Kubota's land pride attachments. All available for immediate delivery. Let Kubota help to get your property ready for summer. With package deals, competitive finance rates and extended warranties, there's never been a better time to get yourself into a new Kubota machine. Visit kubota.com.au to view the in-stock catalogue now. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's razorback4x4.com.au.
Want accurate weight and ADG for every animal in your mob or herd? Consider True Test Walk Over Weighing. It's precision livestock farming where you can capture weights on every animal, not just a selection of them. With automated weighing and drafting you can trust, you can make decisions on your top and bottom performers with ease. With 24-7 support every step of the way. Get True Test Walk Over Weighing working for you. Phone 1-800-248-774 or visit truetest.com. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Welcome back to High Tide with Kieran and Alan and Kieran, Alan and Grant in the studio. Grant's our silent partner at the moment until he gets his. Uh, Tito's a time. partner, isn't he? But he has a lot to say in the break. <laughs> he writes notes for us. It works yeah. out well. Uh, Jason Isaac, Ned Kelly's bait and tackle, 42 Gordon Street at Port Macquarie. On the beaches, nice whiting around Lake Cat Eye, School Mulloway at North Haven. The Rocks, Brimmon, a Blackfish at Plummer and Shelley's. In the Airstree, whiting have been terrific around Lake Cat Eye and on surface lures. Some nice flatties in the Hastings. Offshore, good mahi may well over the metre at the fads, and some snapper in close, but the current has been roaring at well over three knots. So Jason Isaac, Ned Kelly's Bait and Tackle, 42 Gordon Street at Port Macquarie. Do we get any fresh water this week, Kieran? Yeah, I have. Um, from Tamworth, the boys out there are at Fishing Tackle Outdoor Store at 15 Roderick Street at Canberra. They said uh, Keeper Dam has now dropped down to 78% as of yesterday. Yellow belly on the chew there with chatterbaits and blades. Lipless crankbaits are working quite well. We'll look at Chaffee. Chaffee's down to 95%. Uh, and it's starting to fish okay for yellow belly. Split rock come back to 99%. Uh, vibes are working very well for the yellow belly. But they are draining it very, very heavily. They're draining all those three lakes. Uh, the rivers, the Namoy and the Peel are fishing very good for the yellow belly. There's a lot of cod being caught. Thank God they're putting them back. Good for the cod. They need it. The lipless crankbaits are working well in the rivers. Glenbourne dams come back down to 95%. Blades, vibes, soft plastics there, and the bass have been a good size. Sheba dam, they've been catching good run of trout there. The power baits and worms have been working the best. And uh, Sinclair, excellent there. Blades and soft plastics. Being yellow belly and bass both caught out of St. Clair. The trout streams, they've been good. They were very good, but they've dropped off a bit. With the, uh, They need another dash of water. But the dams are okay. So um, that's what's happening out that way at Tamworth Fishing Tackle and the Great Outdoors Store. They're looking forward to some more rain coming. Okay. Mm. So that sounds good. Let's go way. to the phones. We've got Roscoe online. Oh, truly. He was on the sick list yesterday. I see he's going this morning. Morning, Roscoe. I thought he was recuperating. Morning, gentlemen. I thought you were recuperating somewhere now that the boss is back. Yeah, mate. No, I was pretty crook yesterday with this flu. I'll tell you what. I'm glad I had my flu injection. <laughs> Didn't work real good. No. Anyway, I'm back on there now. A lot's happened to me in the last week, mate. I've got a brand new granddaughter. Oh, good. Congratulations. Yet. Yeah, I've seen photos and videos, but uh, because of the flu, I can't go near her, so I've got to wait till that's over. 
I'm hoping to have it cleared up by next week. They're having a bit of a party for her next week, so yeah, looking forward to that. So that's two two girls in the family now, and three boys. So I wonder if which one of them's going to even it up. But uh, yeah, but pretty. Karen's very well over the moon all about it. She um, she went in for the birth, and that she was just ecstatic when she got home. Good. Beautiful little baby, baby. That's young Mitchell. Hang on, they say all babies are beautiful, but it must be my male point of view. I don't see that much. Yeah, well, I, I've only seen fat. Well, <laughs> I think all you no, can do uh, is wish that the babies all grow up like their mums. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Or look like their mums. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Now this is uh, this is young Mitchell, the the baby of the team. That's his first one. So my three boys are all daddies now. Good to see. Well done. Yeah, it's good. Now listen, this um, this forecast ain't real pretty, is it? No, no, it's been puffing. Yes, sir. No, it's it's been puffing a little bit in the last hour or two. Yeah, it's come up. It's come up quite uh, savagely, actually, down there. We've been getting, well, they've got a moment sitting on 18 gusts. We had 34, 34. Just after midnight, oh. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a gale warning, isn't it? 33. Yep. So, yeah, I'd be very careful heading out. Uh, definitely wait till daybreak and just see what happens. Sometimes it drops off a bit with the sun. Sometimes it picks up a bit as well. Well, so. give you an idea, Marie, your airport's back to calm now and Ulladulla's back to West South East at five to six knots. Oh, well, that, that might help. Yeah. I'd still wait till daylight. Oh, yes, yeah. But, it's, you know, even that Montague's a southerly at 12 to 14 knot. Um, yeah, Green Cape, South South at 11 to 12. So it's, it's dropping away again. Yeah. Might be the last big blow, mate. Yes, hopefully. Yeah, but... Yeah, so, well, it's the southwest, so uh, if it does get up above the 30 again, it'll be very horrible bull boy up there. Yes. But um, at the moment, 18 knots, is, 14 knots, 18 gusts, that's not too bad. Definitely wait the daylight and have a look at it, see what's going on. And there's plenty of fish happening down here, mate. Um, I got about three phone calls yesterday. The lake's been... Absolutely off its brain. They're getting yep. everything in the lake at the moment. I mean, everything, all sorts of stuff. So it's worth definitely going there. Um, and it's, it is areas of it is protected from the southwest. Uh, when it turns southeast this afternoon, they're saying, I think, um, it wouldn't be good to be in the lake. No. But, uh, on the southwest, normally you can handle it. Um, around the corner from the... Um, the bridge, mate, get around the other side of that and you're pretty good right across. Um, plenty of fish at the entrance there. A lot of the guys have been fishing off the rocks there and they're telling me they're getting all sorts of stuff. Bonito, everything. Every, you name it, they've been catching them sort of thing. Uh, a lot of good snapper early in the morning and late evening. Um, the... Um, Oh, they're gone, it's gone. Uh, the flathead, sorry, the flathead, how did I forget them? Fairly good. The flathead are, um, 
have, have been really good there too at the entrance. Also further up around on the bend, uh, which if you go around the bend a bit, you'll get some more flooding through there and that's where you'll be out of that wind if it does come up stronger. Righty, we're out of there and we're heading back down south are you? at uh, the marina, just up from the marina, the old um, gantry there. That's That's been good. Out to the point. Um, that point's been quite good. I talked to someone during the week. I can't remember his name, but if he's listening, thanks for the the uh, the report, mate. That was good. They're saying the farm has been working very well. With the southwest, you're going to have to get in behind the island. Uh, Rangoon Island and fish off the beach just there. They said that they they've been getting everything from Brim right through to um, um, pigfish. So that's that's a good spot. And you can reach it from the beach if you, uh, you cast out there. Uh, most of them are saying that uh, up the rivers, the Nipper have the best bait. And again, Minamaris had a good run this uh, last week, actually. Uh, right up to um, the railway line. Now, the Ludwig have gone off a bit up further. Um, maybe they're not, they've had enough nippers and they've got to go back to the weed, I'm not sure. But uh, they have died off a bit. Down into the harbour, mate. Graham Harbour's been looking good. And the old fellas are getting some good blackfish there on the, on the edge. Um, a lot of the uh, younger ones are struggling because they don't know how to catch blackfish. But uh, <clears throat> they've been getting all sorts of been getting flathead. We're in, around in our hole here and been yep. working quite well. That'll be good today too in the southwest. That'd be a good spot. Um, they've been getting all sorts of stuff in there again, bonito, etc. Uh, some other surface fish who uh, what species just slip my mind at the moment. Um, and the beach along the front, Bombay Beach, it's been working good too. Around the front, which you won't get to today, but uh, if that wind does swing around, drop off, you can get along the front there. They've been getting everything along the front, mate. They've been getting good stuff. Um, Bonito, again, uh, Snapper, Pig, which I'm surprised I'm getting pigs there, but they are. And um, and flathead, of course. So that that goes right from the back of Blowhole Point all the way down to where it drops off into um, Seven Mile Beach. So uh, I wouldn't go near it until that wind does turn. Um, so that's that pretty well got it covered, I think. Yeah, it sounds pretty well. Good report. Yeah, yeah mate. I, I I felt horrible all week, but. I rung a few blokes and I went and took the galaxy for a drive down the harbour and, and I seen a couple of them there and I had a bit of a yarn to them, you know. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the guys now are fishing during the week and they're working away at the weekend because it's getting very, very busy at the weekends down there. It's nearly um, Santa Claus time. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of guys bring their family, or they don't bring their families down, but they bring their bands and that down and set them all up. And they do a few weekends before they have their three weeks or whatever it is at Christmas, you know. So the town seems to be starting to get real busy. 
um, which is good, but it's not much fun. If you've got a galaxy and you've got to find a car park. <laughs> yes. That <laughs> yeah. is a problem. Yeah. But uh, I've got the boys uh, and daughters, granddaughters, uh, um, baseball on the day. So the first day I felt like going anywhere, so I'm going to. I rug up a bit in case that wind does come up stronger, yeah. and uh, go in there and watch them play and enjoy the rest of the weekend. Hopefully, okay. You have a I good day. All the listeners do too. Thanks, Roscoe. You have a great day. Same, same, mate. You okay. guys look after yourself. Thanks, right. Roscoe. So uh, there you go, Ross O'Brien. We better take a break and listen to High Tide and the Super Network. Two SM has Sydney talking. Wake up with Richard King. In your opinion, big business with price gouging is responsible for the inflation we're experiencing at the moment, Kevin. If all those people were just a little bit less greedy, how much better off would we be? Then from 9am, the king of talkback radio, John Laws. I think you're an idiot. You're a stubborn fool. Right, okay. I just thought I'd give you something to think about. Okay, well, it has. It's got me thinking about stubborn fools that make stupid statements, and you're one of them. Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. What he needs to do, though, I believe, as the Prime Minister, is own up and say, look, I can't deliver on this promise. Talking sports. Weekdays from three. Happy? I know, I'm just saying. We're not talking about a pup here. He's been around for donkey. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. They've been screaming out for help here. State government's not listening. Neither is the local council. 2SM has Sydney talking. Sherlock Wheelbarrows for almost 50 years, making moving mulch, bricks, concrete and waste around the home or job site easier. Sherlock lasts longer. Sherlock. Visit the full range at sherlocklastlonger.com.au. Available at Bunnings Warehouse. With 20 tab tracks across New South Wales and plenty of greyhound racing action daily, thedogs.com.au is the home for everything greyhound racing. Watch all New South Wales greyhound racing live, plus view on-demand replays and get expert form analysis and tips on every race. The Black Book function allows you to add your chosen dogs and trainers to let you know when they're running next and update you with their results. It's the one-stop shop for greyhound racing. Visit thedogs.com.au. Gamble responsibly. There is no better venue for weddings in Western Sydney than Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With a beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green, Twin Creeks can turn your get-together, party or celebration into a memorable special occasion. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Friendly Function Staff on 9670 Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. At Catholic Healthcare, you'll experience an holistic approach to aged care, mind, body and spirit. Step into a community where you can discover the joy of connection, belonging and renewed independence. Call Catholic Healthcare today. We are all about you. Listen to 2SM online. 2SMSuperNetwork.com 
more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Kieran, don't go up. You going to take up smoking, Kieran? No way in the world. I had to give up drinking. I couldn't afford that either. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear, I'm I'm drinking the leftovers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear, (laughs) too much information. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear, and you'll start taking the cigarette butt soon. That's you'll be doing. Yep. Yep. No. Let's go to someone who doesn't drink or smoke. Bobby Dean, good morning. I don't swear or go fishing either. <laughs> Much. How are you, Bobby? Oh, yeah. I chickened out, mate. I had a look at it. Uh, it was a low-pressure ridge. And on, just on the west-hand side of the mountain, just being, being the storms up in the north-north-east direction, I was wondering if they'd going to come across. But uh, the tides are better during the midweek, so that suits me better. Right. And there'll be less idiots on the water. You've got to just one of me. <laughs> yeah, I was disappointed to hear you know the way Alan, uh, Alan, Alan Glashen spoke about the kingfish. He spoke like they've got to be in the same spot every year at the same time. It just doesn't happen. No, but there's a fair idea where you'll catch them type of thing around the harbour. Yeah, and the fish are in the harbour and they do move around a lot. Yeah. You know, and this year, because we haven't had so much rain, the range of the fish has moved a long way. Yeah. Well, he he said he was 50k offshore the other day, and they stopped, and all these kingies come up underneath them. Yeah, well, you, you talk to lorries. He, he did tag in, a, and a, lot of, a few of them got turned up in New Zealand, so, you know. Yeah. And I watch some of the migration routes. They go from South Australia up here. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, otherwise, you know, uh, it's one of those things. But, um, yes, and did Cooper go out there yesterday? No, no, Coos wasn't out there. He's he's in training. I think uh, he's going over with the uh, Greater High School's uh, rugby union team soon uh, over to Europe. So uh, he's training at the moment. Yeah, right. But right. Audrey came yeah. out, so it's no problems. The last time I seen Cooper, he was in a pram. Oh, well, he's over 100 kilos now. Yeah, well, so is Al. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Al, yeah Al's put a bit of condition on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know one who could run the fastest. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, look, it's like this. I sat my mate down at Crook all yesterday, and uh, maybe Mr. Mack might know. We we're just talking about when uh, oysters spawn. Yeah. When they what? Interesting one. But uh, go back to the freshwater scene. Yeah, it's fishing really well. The streams, though, like the mountain streams for trout and the like. And Bassett as well. We need more storms. <laughs> Dad say that. <laughs> Why? And, I, and you know, you talk talk to the farmers, mate. Any rain's good rain. Yeah. Anywhere between two and three inches over a week would be fantastic. You know, um, but uh, and they do the fishing a lot of good. You know, yeah. Wash a lot of insects. And the like into the river system really help pick up the condition of the fish. Right. Yeah, the central west rivers and lakes 
Now, <coughs> the water's warming up. It's uh, really, really taken off. And like Kieran said earlier, about the uh, cod in Keep It, <coughs> they uh, are being caught everywhere. Yes. You know, whether it's they're actually spawning now and they're being very aggressive or what, I don't know. It's one of those things. But you go down to the snowies. Yeah. Um, they're all fishing quite well. A lot of brown trout still being caught. Yeah. <coughs> and one for those heading towards Browning next weekend, don't. They've got the uh, uh, speed trials on again. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, Warby's having a run again, yep. Yeah, yeah. Next weekend, 18th and 19th, I guess. Yep. Yeah, I noticed that yesterday. Notification by uh, our boys at MM Speed. Yes. So, uh, you know, it's... it's but it's fishing, you know. Everywhere you go, this fish. Yep. You know? Uh, so I'll get out here in the week. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll, the tides are a lot better. I'm sure get a few prawns. Yeah. Go down, t- you know, take a nice fresh green ice squid with me and uh, spend the night. Okay. Sounds like a bit of fun. So uh, I'll have to come. I nearly came out yesterday, Al. Yeah. Look, have a look at North Bank. You see them all the time on the TV. You see Al's boat. Yes. I wonder he didn't get a extra large door put in just for him. Oh, now, now, be nice. Hey, I can say it. I'm here and he's wherever. <laughs> He'd be asleep at the moment. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. That's unusual for him. He's been a fair deacon fisher. That he is. Yes. And, you know, sleep's only a secondary thing, mate. Yeah, it's amazing how much time he actually does spend on the water. Well, look, when you're a journalist like him, you've got to. Yeah. Because, you know, like... Any of the blokes who do a lot of um, fishing shows on TV, that will tell you. It's a lot of fishing before to make up a half-hour show. That's right, yes. Yeah. Ask yeah. uh, Rex Hunt. Yeah. Poor old yeah. Rex used to have half a dozen fishing for him. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, uh, All right, gentlemen. I'll okay. check you next week, and uh, I'll go and make up coffee number two that's good yeah we'll have we'll have a coffee in a minute too it's a good idea good yeah. idea bobby okay you go and have a great day and hopefully you uh, catch a few fish during the week oh yeah yeah mate worse ones are worse i'm gonna i'll have a couple of quiet ones yeah okay. the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. mate yeah, yeah. yeah you think about drinking and driving these days mate no in my early days it was a way of life yes yeah yeah. Didn't have a dozen schooners and then drive home. That was normal, but now it's a thought of having a couple of beers and you're in trouble. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> All right. Okay, thanks, Bobby. That was Bobby Dean. So, fishing there's, right? there's a thing to be taken out of that conversation. Yeah, what's that, Kieran? See, people like Bobby, who who is a constant fisherman yes. and a, a very excellent fisherman, and Al McGlashan, that... They look at the weather and change their minds. If they don't think the weather's suitable and safe, they just don't go. No. You know, and uh, 
<clears throat> I know a lot of people plan to have days and then, oh, mate, I'm going because I've taken the day off or, you know, I've organised this to go and that to go. It's just not a good thing to do. No, it, it's cool, get there, itis type of thing. Yeah. But, uh, but it depends. If someone's just going out for a bit of fun just to relax, if they catch a fish as a bonus, it doesn't matter. That's... But the people that have been doing it for a long while want to try and get a result. So they make different plans, different attitudes type of thing. And if you're taking young ones out, it's about taking them out. They don't care if they catch something smaller, they get a few bites type of thing. It's just it's a day out with the kids. Look, if you want to keep the kids entertained yeah. and you go fishing, take them to the beach. Put a running sinker on it, and it will move the waves, and they'll always think they've got something on their line. <laughs> Don't try and fish yourself, you yeah. know, and they'll be, oh, yeah, but look, look, it's me. Somebody's pulling on it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a good little trick just to keep the little ones active, you know, so they don't get bored. Yeah, but even with the kids, you know, light line, small hooks. Yeah. So they can catch yeah. anything type of thing. That's the way to go with it. Yeah, it's yeah. all interesting. Grant's just nodding. He, he's like to catch anything. He doesn't care. Doesn't get no, it. Uh, well, Grant, although uh, I was going to say to him, a little trick for him is we're seeing he's in pit water and there's some boats left been laying around in there for quite some time. If he was to paddle around there with a nice net underneath, he'd probably pick himself up some he nice He can't fish. paddle around there. He left his electric pump on the boat. Oh, did he? Yeah, so he can't blow up the, the blow-up doll. Oh, dinghy. <laughs> the blow-up doll. <laughs> Whoops, there's nearly time to take a break, I think. <laughs> <laughs> he can't answer me back. Just see the look on his face. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, we nearly that... tormented him into enough. Who are we talking to after? microphone on. <laughs> Who are we talking to after five o'clock? Five, uh, oh, Laurie McAnally. Mr. McAnally himself. Okay. And, and Mr. then S- after Mr. McAnally, Peter Sale will go back up there. Yeah, it'll be interesting about his. He's going to talk about his planning to get home type yep. of thing because you talk about planning to go fishing. Again, the weather. Yeah, that's right. You know, he needs a five or a six-day window. Mm. So uh, you've got to look for the weather and see what's going on. So you've got to be fairly uh, switched on. We'll uh, shoot to Port Stevens, have a quick chat to Matt. Yeah, we could do and, that. And uh, maybe get you to read out the report we got from the Complete Angler. Oh, I can do that. That's no problem. Yeah. Yeah. And then after six, we'll go to Timmy Simpson. Yes. Talk about the blue water mag that he had in the North Bank, uh, the yeah. articles he wrote on North Bank. North Bank, okay. Also got to mention that we've still got that Stacey deal on two up at 2,000 cash back on the 23 oh, is models. is that still available? They're still available. There's some, some deals around. And Suzuki's put a teaser out. They've got some Black Friday deals coming up. I thought Black Friday had to be the 13th, but evidently so it's the I. 17th. And I'm, I don't, it's confusing me why they changed the dates, but they're putting it on for a week or two. But there's some deals coming, but they won't tell us till then what's happening. So we shall find out. Okay. Of course, Melinda Pavey will be back. Oh, good. She's had the dreaded dog disease. Has she? Yeah. And uh, we'll finish up and we'll catch up with Mr. Bird, who hasn't gone up or down. (laughs) The boat hasn't moved that far. Grant's got him on the screen, spotted him on the screen, and the boat hasn't moved since we spoke to him yesterday. It's off Anna Bay somewhere. (laughs) But it's just a three-day cruise to nowhere just to take it easy. Well, I thought a cruise is when you're moving forward or backwards. No, but it is doing seven knots, and they normally cruise at 20 knots, those ships. Yeah, but if it hasn't got a... Hasn't progressed anywhere. It's done nothing. How do you know it hasn't done some laps around? Because, it? Um, 
Well, I don't. You don't, sir. You're right there. I don't. But Grant will go back now and have a look at the tracking on it and see <laughs> what it's done look the at last the tracker. 24 hours. Yeah. That's the problem. You can't hide anywhere now because you've got the AIS trackers on marine traffic and things like that. So everyone can keep an eye on where you are and what you're doing. Unless, of course, you turn the AIS off. But the passenger ships can't. So uh, Plus, they want you to know where they are, what's going on. And don't forget, folks, you are listening to High Tide here on the Super Radio Network, where we broadcast all the way up and down the East Coast as well. Yeah, we'll be back with... Uh, it's just gone up and back in the same spot. It hasn't gone far. OK, we'll go to the news break and back with more of High Tide after the news.